This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to Future of Flushing. I'm Vito Khaleesi. With me is Jonathan Barron, and we are here with you on a beautiful Monday morning. John, I I have to be honest, I've never done this before. It's pretty unprofessional, but I'm going to have to bounce early today. Where are you going, Vito? This is... I am going to France. France? Uh, I have a flight going to France, Marseille to be specific. I'm leaving my apartment in the next hour, but I had to I had to get a little Mets player development in. I, I couldn't let the people learn about what happened this weekend without getting a little bit of action. Are you going to be uh, singing the good graces of Luke Ritter while you're over in France? What, what's, what's the deal? Are you going to be just letting people know at the local winery or whatever they, what, what part of, uh, what part of France is Marseille in? Marseille is in the South of France. Um, Marseille. Oh, you're, oh, you're fancy like that. Well, I mean, that's just how it's pronounced, man. You know, not your pronunciation. The South of France is a fancy place. Well, I hear Marseille is like a, kind of like the port authority of france where it's like you know it's a little it's a little grungier it's like naples dude i heard it's like oh, okay naples. i mean i was gonna say the port authority to me is a beautiful place so sounds beautiful <laughs> to me but all right i guess we got to get going because you got to get going i do and i can't wait to land in, i'm gonna scout talent i'm gonna go to the local i don't know i don't know what arm sports they play over there i don't know if they play cricket or anything but i'm gonna find some talent and i'm gonna report back to our new friend drew Toussaint. and oh that's like a french sounding name you know, Vito, Vito, a trivia question for you. Trivia, before, okay. before we get going. There's a couple guys in MLB right now that are active with the last name France. Two to be exact. Can you tell me their first names? The people with the first name France? I mean, last name France. Last name the France. The last name France? You yeah. said last name. I think I messed up. Matt France. No, you just guessed the name Matt. Yeah, Jeff France. Okay, I see. There was a Jeff Francis, but no. Okay. There was a Jeff Francois. That's why I thought Jeff France. Jeff France. There, there was a Jeff Francis. All right. I, I'm just going to tell you because I know that time is limited. Uh, JP France, Houston Astros, Ty France, Seattle Mariners. So maybe you can bring that trivia question over to Marseille, Marseille, however you Marseille it. Marseille. Marseille. And um, all right. And see if anyone knows. If anyone knows, report back. Let me know. I'd be very impressed. All right. Well, let's jump into Friday and Saturday night with the Syracuse Mets. Friday night, the Syracuse Mets lost 8-7 to the Wilkes-Bear Scranton Rail Riders. Ronnie Mauricio with two home runs. He's now at 19, which is only one away from his second straight 20 home run season. Last year, he hit 26. So kids on a tear and maybe he'll hit that high again. Brett Beatty got demoted, but didn't take it too hard. He hit a home run and two hits on Friday night. And Brandon McIlwain has really shown up for the Syracuse Mets, went two for four, and he has a 500 on base percentage through Friday in Syracuse. Saturday night, the Syracuse Mets lost. Ronnie Mauricio, one for four with a double. Luke Ritter, one for three with a walk. And Justin Jarvis, three and a third innings pitched with three runs, four strikeouts, and one walk allowed. Vito, I do have to clean one thing up, and this is on me in the document. Scranton Wilkes-Bear. We had it backwards. And I, I had a feeling I had it backwards, but I did was... Did I say Bear Wilkes? No, 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 no. I, I mistyped it. I did Wilkes-Bear Scranton. It's Scranton Wilkes-Bear. So... I was like 70, 30. I was wrong, but I was kind of too lazy to go back and check. 
And now I just did. So I probably should have taken the 10 seconds before to do that. But I apologize to the fine people of Scranton. You know, we talked about Pretzel Day on the last episode. We did. The Office is one of the six shows I've ever watched in my life. And uh, I, I should be putting more effort into things like that, especially when Scranton. Didn't we recently talk to somebody about Scranton at Somerset? Yes, yes. He told us he was from Scranton. And I said, oh, is it like uh, The Office? And that was a stupid question because I'm sure everyone asked that question. And I'm just a simpleton <laughs> for asking that. Uh, well, you know, now that we're talking about the Binghamton Rumble Ponies and our beautiful experiment, experiment our beautiful experience that was an experiment you people will see what we mean when you see these interviews our beautiful experience at somerset great stadium by the way if you got time to get out there it's like a really classic minor league stadium beautiful brick setting really nice place and lots of food options friday night the rumble ponies unfortunately lost 9-0 but didn't stop jeremiah jackson who went one for three john why don't you tell the people about saturday and about how christian scott just stays hot. Scott stays hot. Scott stays hot. Scott's hot. Scott's hot. Scott's hot. You're saying tots, but Scott's tots. Hots also works. Anyway, no matter how you slice it, it was Christian Scott night on Saturday night, and he was once again nearly unhittable, and that's not just uh, conjecture here. Scott tossed six in the third innings, allowed just one base runner. It was a, a hit. No walks, no runs, and five strikeouts. Perhaps his most dominant outing of any of his outing with the Rumble Ponies. And now since joining the Rumble Ponies, he has 69 strikeouts and eight walks. So he has a differential between his strikeout rate and walk rate of 28.2 percentage points. That is four points better than anybody else at the Eastern League with a minimum of 50 innings pitch this year. So Scott continues. And we've, we've said this a lot. During this series, the Somerset Patriots are no joke. They have a really good offense. Scott's dominated Portland, one of the better teams in this Northeast division. Now he dominates the Somerset Patriots. Every time Scott takes the ball, he does something exciting. And that was no different on Saturday night as he once again shuts down an offense. Other note from this game, Jeremiah Jackson. He homered, clubbed a three-run shot, also drew a walk. And for Jackson through Saturday, that gave him two homers and five RBIs in his past four games. Dude, it's really fun to see Jeremiah Jackson do so well while he's arrived in New York. You know what? It's fun. Like every time I say arrived in New York, I'm like, wait, they're not on the Mets at this point. But luckily, most of these teams are in New York. So if you say New York, you're probably right. Um, and that Jeremiah Jackson interview, really fun one. Um, really cool guy and like really knows his baseball history, which I even brought up to him in our interview that you will hear soon. A lot of guys his age don't know their history. And like he was talking about old school baseball to which a lot of people his age are like David Wright. Yeah, I actually I had a trivia question for for Jeremiah and I wasn't sure if he would know what the answer was or not. I thought it could be a tricky one, but he without hesitation spat the correct correct answer out. So very impressed by that. Very cerebral, cerebral young man and a very talented young man. So. We're excited for you guys to hear our conversation with Jeremiah. Look out for that one. And like I said, John will be covering Sunday once I bail out of here. And I am uh, I am RFYing on my way on a This guy's got flight. one foot out the door. He literally, <laughs> he's got the Jeff Bagwell batting stance right now. He's, the feet are like 15 feet apart. Let's talk about the Brooklyn Cyclones where other new Met, Ryan Clifford, went two for three Friday night with a home run and a walk. Uh, John, I mean... How good did Ryan Clifford look Friday night? You've heard two things a lot recently. Number one is Ryan Clifford has 
a huge bat with a lot of power. And number two is it's really tough for left-handed hitters to hit the ball and really just do damage at Maimonides Park with the with the wind coming off the ocean. It's just not a hitter's haven. We talked to Blade Tidwell a little bit about that, uh, about the advantages that pitchers have pitching at Maimonides. Well, Ryan Clifford hit a ball to a, the sandbox area that's out in right center field that, quite frankly, as Keith Rad put it, lefties don't go there. And Ryan Clifford went there. He is a different breed in that ballpark. And it's a great example of just how much power that bat boasts. So great to see that from Clifford as he has a strong Friday and he had a strong day on Saturday as well. We'll tell you a little bit about that in a bit. But Vito, why don't you round out the rest of this one? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Some other notes from this game were that Alex Ramirez hit a two-run triple. Joander Suarez, six innings pitched, only gave up three hits, no runs, a single walk, and a massive 11 strikeouts. In his last six starts, he has a 34.8% strikeout rate. I mean, just on fire. Brandon Hardy pitched three scoreless innings in relief. And yeah, Saturday, let's move on to there because Ryan Clifford didn't take off Saturday after a hot Friday. He had two more extra base hits, went two for four with two RBIs. Sorry, Vito. Oh, we have a Cooper guest might... on the show. We have our we have our first uh, <laughs> we have our first uh, nightly recap guest. Can you get at? Oh my! God. It's Cooper. You want to say something? You want to bark into the microphone? You love to bark, Cooper. Now you're going to be silent. Okay. Well, cat's got his tongue, I suppose. Which is that's that's a funny one because he's a dog. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Clifford once again showing off the bat. More extra base hits. More power. Just an exciting, exciting, strong young man. Drew Gilbert, also very exciting prospect. So those two great returns since that deal. And let's talk a little bit about Rylan Thomas, a guy we've talked about a few weeks ago. He went three for three with a walk on Saturday, a product of USC, Southern California, not Marcolino's Gamecocks. Lefty outfielder, he's off to a rip-roaring start with the Cyclones through Saturday. His batting average since joining the Cyclones, started the year with the St. Lucie Mets, up over 340. So Rylan Thomas has been great for Brooklyn. Also plays a great outfield. John, every time you say something like there was a rip-roaring start, I feel like you're going to talk about the Lindenberg baby next. <laughs> I had a feeling you'd make a comment about rip-roaring, but it was uh, <laughs> it was what felt right. It's what came to mind. Well, let's mosey on down to St. Pete and talk about the St. Saint- St. Lucie, not St. Pete. I don't know why I got St. Pete on the brain. You Maybe I'm going there. Who knows where I'm going right now? That would uh, be a this- fun game, just flight roulette. Like if you let someone just like pick a destination, you have no idea and you have to try to pack. That could be there's, a good content series. I mean, it would take a little cream. There's people who do that on YouTube. Oh, okay. So I guess it's uh, not an original idea. Crap. Dude, I'll say, well, it's an original idea. I have, a, I have, a, I have a, the- a practice, a belief that if you come up with an idea, oh, your, your, guest, is bringing, your guest is bringing over some props for yeah, he you. Yeah, he wants me to throw that thing. <laughs> um, I believe if you come up with an idea, you didn't see somebody else. That's just as creative if, if like it was a thought that nobody had before. I mean, you still came up with it on your own. I guess. Yeah, well, I appreciate it because I was feeling kind of silly for saying that. But... No, 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 dude, don't feel silly. We're, we're here to rise, raise each other up. Always lift up your fellow kings, as I always yeah. say. Okay, let's go. All right, let's talk about the St. Lucie Mets. Let's raise up some of these kings in St. Lucie. 
Friday night, the St. Lucie Mets won 6-3 versus the Palm Beach Cardinals. Jeffrey De Los Santos hit his fifth home run for PSL, also doubled. Our favorite name to say, Kevin Via Vicencio went two for four with a double and an RBI, and I said it on the first try, and Saul Garcia Five and a third innings pitched, a two-run ball. On Saturday, the St. Lucie Mets, they dropped that one 10-7, but Vito's guy, Nick Morabito, had himself a big day. Went three for five with a double, so Morabito continues to play well since his promotion, filling in for the vacancy of Jet Williams, who's with the Brooklyn Cyclones. Jeffrey De Los Santos followed Friday's big day with a double and a single on Saturday, so his bat stays hot. And Via Vicencio, another big day on Saturday as well, two for four, and he homered, showed off a little bit of the power along with the on-base skills. That was his second homer of the season for the young infielder, Kevin Villavicencio. And Villavicencio, it's not that it's a hard name to say. It's that, and John, you'll agree with this. It's a name that when you look at on paper, it's it's a little like you it's see daunting. it. You're like, it's daunting. It's daunting. It's daunting. And you just want to make sure you get it right. And there's a lot of letters that, you know, they, they, they're they they're not normally next to each other, but I feel like we're used to it. And Kevin Villavicencio, Kevin Villavicencio, Kevin Villavicencio. Let's move on to the complex league. Friday night, the FCL Mets won 8-4 versus the FCL Marlins. Two-way player Nolan McLean, who we spoke about with Drew Toussaint, was picked up by the Mets in this year's draft. In his second pro game, he hit a home run. And, John, I know you got some fun little statty stats about that home run. Yeah, McLean, the big right-handed hitter, he hit that home run 102 off the bat. And it's just so freakish when guys can do things like that, when you find players that can hit the ball with that kind of exit velocity, 100-plus, and throw the ball in that stratosphere. McLean has a four-seam fastball that sits around 97 to 99. So, like I said, just kind of a freak. There are not many athletes who are able to do that and do it consistently on both sides of the ball. McLean, along with the high pitch velocity, also has a developed breaking pitch. It's the changeup that he's going to try to refine as he tries to really establish himself as a two-way player as his pro career continues. But all those tools on display, exactly what the Mets liked so much that they went out and drafted him in the third round on display for McLean, and he got that first pro hit out of the way. How better to do it than with a home run? Two other recent acquisitions by the Mets had big days for the FCL Mets. On Friday, Ronald Hernandez is one of them, the catcher, first baseman, in his second year stateside. He went one for one with a double, four RBIs, and two walks. So since joining the Met organization, his on-base percentage, we talked about it when the trade went down for David Robertson, at 500. And his on-base bro, Vito, there used to be the Bash Bros back in the day, Canseco McGuire. Marco Vargas and Ronald Hernandez, they're pretty much the on-base bros. Vargas had a hit and a walk for the FCL Mets, who Vito, I don't know if you've noticed this, but the FCL Mets right now, they've got a four-game lead for first place in the FCL East Division over the Marlins, 27-17. and 17. So they are closing in on popping the uh, grape juice, the sparkling grape juice. I, I, I don't know what this pop We'll have to find that out, but whatever it is. We were told. We were told what they pop. What do they pop? I forgot. Uh, remember, we asked, who did we just talk to about this? It, it was uh, it was Dom Hamill. They said they, oh. they pop they pop apple juice, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sparkling apple juice. Sparkling cider. Yeah. yeah well, some sparkle, some, not, not adult cider. Some sparkling cider because, as, as uh, Dom Hamill said, a lot of the teammates are underage, so they can't be popping champagne in the clubhouse. There's no one, no one of age uh, on the FCL Mets, but a lot of talent on the FCL Mets, and you know, rightfully so that they're about to pop that sparkling cider. It's a good young ball club, and they've gotten reinforcements throughout the year through the draft, through trade, and other which ways. So, 27 and 17, what a season they're having down there with the FCL Mets. 
And what a season the Dominican League Mets are having. I mean, we've been talking about the Dominican League so much this year, and it's been a real blast to talk about. I hope one day to venture down there with you, John. That would be great. We could get matching sun hats and, you know, I don't know. We could do a lot of fun things. We got to use Duolingo more, man. I mean, we're really failing on our Duolingo. I know people from, I know people who work at City Field who are already learning Japanese because of the influx of Japanese talent coming into the league, and we're not even learning Spanish. What's wrong with us? I know, like, I know a little, I know more Spanish than you'd think. I bet you do. I do. I mean, I can, I can understand it. Well, you live in Miami. Yeah, I was there for a brief amount of time, but I'm uh, back. Cooper, Cooper, I'm trying to talk about, I'm trying to talk about the DSL here, if you don't mind. We're trying to talk about Brandy DeOlio. Vito, you got to talk about the brand man because I got to throw this toy. While John plays fetch, let's talk about Friday night where the DSL Blue won 8 4 versus the DSL Rangers. Brandy DeOlio went two for five with two RBIs. Multiple hits in three of his last four games. In that span, he's 9-16. and 16. As for DSL Orange on Friday, they won 3-2 against the DSL Yankees. Edgar Moretta, the starting pitcher for Orange. Five innings, just two runs allowed, six strikeouts, and a walk for the 19-year-old righty from Santo Domingo. Now let's talk about Saturday. A lot of action on Saturday as Blue had a makeup game against the Rockies. They lost that one 10-9, but they won 3-2 in the second game. And Brandon DiOlio, after the game, and I put it this way because these stats are all retroactive. There's a lot of rainouts in the DSL, and they make games up. They suspend games. They pick them up. So kind of hard to track what game belonged to when. But let's give you the Brandon DiOlio slash line through Saturday for the season. 308 batting average, 386 on base percentage, and a 481 slug in 176 plate appearances. For, like we told you on Thursday, the wiry but stronger than you'd think. Great bat-to-ball skill and great defender. Shortstop can also play second base. Very exciting young player down there for this DSL Blue team. DSL Orange on Saturday unfortunately lost their game. Jeremy Rodriguez, though, on base three times with a hit and two walks. In his seven games with the Mets organization, he's got a 556 on base percentage. And with the DSL D-backs, he had a 363 OBP. Goes to show you that getting on base, definitely part of Rodriguez's bag. Another middle-of-the-field player, a shortstop. Mets are loaded with these guys. The Mets are loaded. There's a vision, and the vision is showing itself. If you pay attention to what we talk about every night, to what we see down in the minor leagues every night, it continues to get better and better, the picture, for the future. And now Vito's future is... Vito, let me ask, let me ask you a question. Let me, okay. Airport snacks. What are you grabbing? You going to the Hudson Valley store? What you got? You know where I'm going, dude. What are you getting? I'm a lounge boy. Oh, that's right. I forget. How could I forget? How could I forget? You don't talk about the lounge once a week. I love the Delta lounge. But you're not John. flying Delta, or are you? I'm flying Air, Air France, France through which is Delta. A Del- that's a Delta. Okay, they're they're partners in in flight. Yeah. So like, dude, Delta lounge is great, man. There's free drinks, free food, and then you can like you pay. So you pay, look, I pay like fifty bucks to get in, but like I have better Wi-Fi. It's like more comfortable. And then oh, wait, you could just pay 50 bucks for entrance. No, you have to have a certain. I have the comment. Can you turn? What do you have? To, what do you want to say? Okay. So it depends on the Delta or Amex card that you have that you get access to lounges. But like uh-huh. we're flying Air France in Terminal One and there's no Delta lounge there. So. Wow. Breaking news on the podcast. <laughs> wow. V- oh, my. Oh, do me a favor and just pick up his chin because it's scraping on the floor right now. Thank you. But okay, can I give a but? But what? But I did just 
buy a priority pass membership so we might be able to pay to get into air france because i was like i want to be that's probably even nicer that's probably nicer i need we need to stop talking about lounge stuff i feel like the listeners are going to think i'm some snooty tooty guy who doesn't know anything about normal life john walked away john is dealing with his we this is you know this is a funny episode where i had a guest come on my fiance john had a guest come on his dog maybe he's got something in his mouth maybe allah and cooper will do a show together I don't know what's happening, but anyway, so what are you going to get from the airport snack stand since you're not going to the Delta Lounge? Uh, I guess Chex Mix and a water. Chex Mix and an Essentia. That's what it seems like. All right. Well, you enjoy that. Well, John, you know what? I'm going to add in a break here, but before I do that break, or if I don't add a break, if there's not a break here for John, you know what I'm going to add in? I'm going to add that SpongeBob a few moments later. A few moments later. You know, the Pirates are coming to City Field this week, Vito. And I am trying to think of spoiler. Is this a spoiler for the people coming to the game? I'm just trying to think of all the different references and all the different fun we could have. So be on the lookout, folks. If you're uh, on your way to if you're going to mosey on over to Flushing this uh, this week. Now, Vito, you go mosey on over to France. All right. Remember, Thai France and JP France. Thank you, John. And uh, I can't wait to catch up with you in the next few days and talk some Mets player development. Yeah, I'll talk to you in the future. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So while Vito looks for a Delta Lounge somewhere in the uh, in JFK, Vito, I, I hope you found something that uh, tickled your fancy. Hopefully, um, hopefully you're satisfied. The look on your face when Allah told you that there was no Delta Lounge in this terminal was uh, I, I wish the listeners could have seen that one. But anyway, it's he- it's me, Jonathan Barron, here now to uh, take you through Sunday on the Mets player development side of things. And we start with the Syracuse Mets. They lost 6-2 to two against Scranton Wilkes-Barre. Mike Vassell got the start for the Syracuse Mets. He threw five and two-thirds innings, allowed four hits, three runs, and four strikeouts. So not a bad start at all for Mike Vassell, of course, coming off of that uh, start last week where he took a no-hitter into the ninth inning. Also of note in this game, Carlos Cortez. He hit a home run. The 26-year-old jack-of-all-trades has been on fire since July 20th, slashing 343, 458, and a 627 slugging percentage with five home runs, a span of 19 games, and a sample size of 83 plate appearances. So Cortez continues to make a case for himself. Moving on to the Binghamton Rumble Ponies, they were in Somerset, New Jersey over the weekend. And on Sunday, they lost 8-0. So these two teams exchanging shutouts over the weekend. Dom Hamill started. Went three and two-thirds, allowed four hits, two runs with four strikeouts, threw 68 pitches. So just a cautionary thing is Dom has now thrown 99 innings this season. He threw 119 all of last year, so he's approaching that total. Rumble Ponies don't want to push him too hard. Makes sense. Drew Gilbert had two hits in this loss for the Rumble Ponies. That gives the outfielder back-to-back games with two hits as he continues to get comfortable in his new surroundings. A strong end to the weekend for Drew Gilbert. Brooklyn Cyclones, they had a strong end to their weekend. They earned a 6-0 win on Sunday against the Aberdeen Ironbirds. Joey Lou Casey, it was his second rehab start with the Cyclones. 
And he was really good through four and two-thirds innings. No runs allowed with three strikeouts, so Lucchese continues to work his way back. He was last to AAA Syracuse before his injury. Jet Williams, he had himself a Jet Williams day. Went one for three, a double, two walks, and a stolen base. So on base three times was Williams on Sunday. His OBP with the Cyclones, 462, so picking up right where he left off in the Florida State League. Paul Gervais pitched in relief in this game, and he was outstanding. And it was an extraordinarily different kind of outing for Gervais, who recorded 10 outs. He allowed just one hit, issued just one walk, and he struck out seven batters through 45 pitches. So the kind of start where he's not a traditional reliever going one inning, he went three and a third innings, and it gives you daydreams, perhaps, of a guy that can come in and really mow down the heart of a team's lineup, go through a team's lineup once. Gervais has the electric stuff, as you know. That, of course, he has the strikeout rate of 36.4% on the season. A great Sunday for Paul Gervais. And Stanley Consuegra in the Cyclones victory. He also had a big day. He went two for four with a walk. The 22-year-old outfielder continues to get it done on both sides of the ball. Last but not least, the St. Lucie Mets. They won 7-3 on Sunday against the Palm Beach Cardinals. So they take two or three from Palm Beach over the weekend. Of course, they won on Friday, like we mentioned earlier in the episode. Wilfredo Lara homered in this one. His 12th homer of the season also gives him two long balls in his last four games. Jeffrey De Los Santos put a cap on his big weekend. He had a triple in this one. And Lionel Ovias, he started for the St. Lucie Mets. He went five in the third innings, four hits, two runs, a walk, and six strikeouts as he looks to have a strong end to his season. So that's all you need to know. As far as the Mets player development system goes for the weekend, lots of great action and lots more coming up this week as a couple teams in playoff pushes. FCL Mets, as we mentioned, they're looking to close out a division title. The Rumble Ponies after Monday, they'll be right back at it with that Ponies playoff push on Tuesday. And we will be here to tell you all about it. Vito and I are going to have to do some math to try to figure out the time difference and the best times to get these done. But rest assured, they will be done. We will be filling you in. And until we see you then, see you in the future.